0: To get started, visit plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. Callie and I just got off a call with the organizers of the Team USA event that we are speaking at next Monday and learned that our presentation is just going to be given in front of a, a room not on a stage, like we're not, it's not like a presentation where we're going to be up on an elevated stage with a podium or anything. We're just going to be standing in the front of a room. Do we know if the, if, if, if the audience members, if the Paralympians and the Olympians who are present are going to be sitting at like tables or are they going to be in rows of chairs?
1: Rows of chairs.
0: Okay. So, but, but to me that seems less intimidating or I would think that for you, that would be less intimidating, but you say it's not.
1: I, it's not. And let me tell you why. On a stage, the stage helps you command an audience.
0: (laughs) Oh, I didn't think of that. Yeah. If you're
1: at the same level with everybody, you have to work a little harder to maintain attention. And you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, So I'm a little intimidated about that. What I'm more intimidated about is I've never spoken at a formal conference. Like I've spoken since I was in college at various things. Um, but never have I spoken at a convention and they are, Jeff says, this is like par for the course. Like he's, he's spoken at a ton of conventions and actually been to a ton of conventions, like with radio and stuff. Um, I have not because my, industries are usually really weird. And uh, they rate each session. So, and I was like, oh my gosh, they're going to rate us. Like I am so intimidated by that. And Jeff was like, oh yeah, they do that at every conference. Like it's something they do so they can figure out like how their events going and what they want to do the next year. I'm like, oh my
0: gosh, that is so intimidating. It's not a rating. Like these people are
1: horrible. Yeah. I didn't learn you know, anything.
0: You know how they should rate it? They should award us a medal or not. We should either get a gold silver no. or bronze or didn't even make the platform. Didn't even make the medal no. podium.
1: I'm having like running the mile flashbacks of like everyone watching me and like waiting yeah. f- to be ranked based on how fast we were. And oh my gosh, I.
0: Did you have the, um, pre- was it called the presidential Physical fitness test or the president? No, that
1: was gone by the time I was.
0: President's physical was fitness test. That was so much pressure in gym because I think you had to do it once per school year. And you would have to do as many chin-ups as you could in front of your entire class. I think they, split, awful. I think they split us up, guys and girls. And... You would just or run. I think it was run a mile.
1: There are just so many problems. Sit-ups. I will say that Squat
0: thrusts. Did you ever have to do a squat thrust?
1: Well, I mean, in real life, like when I'm working out now I do, but no, not not when I was yeah. 10. <laughs> yeah. Um, there is a I've mentioned the show maintenance phase on here before. It's one of my favorite podcasts. It is so funny. And they tackle like societal like hangups with like weight and dieting and exercise. And like, they kind of dismantle all of them, but in a really funny way. And they do a tremendous amount of research to back it up. And they do one, they have a whole episode on the presidential physical fitness test. And if you are someone that has taken it and is super triggered by it, um, go listen to the maintenance phase podcast episode about that. It's so funny.
0: Well, back to our speaking thing, if it's like every other event that I've been to that that surveys the audience the the feedback the survey that they ask for the feedback that they ask for is not like a grade it's it's comments and generally speaking and this could be a good thing or bad thing people will only leave comments if you are exceptional or if you are terrible and the good news is, We're not terrible. Well, we don't know that. We're not terrible. We know what we're talking about. I've been to sessions before at at conventions where the person at the front of the room clearly has no idea what they're talking about. Oh, really? They signed up to be a presenter about whatever, podcasting, but they, because once they sold a commercial on a podcast or something and they feel like, oh yeah, I mean, and they don't. No, and so that that's when people are like this was a waste of my time but if we're we're going to be fine and we're going to be fine and I'm going rec- I'm, to and I'm going to get the comments because they offered them to us
1: yeah why would you want to get that I don't want to see that
0: and I'm going to read them out loud for the first time on the podcast <laughs> next week
2: The Upside means living in gratitude, finding the positive in every experience, and helping other people do the same. You are now part of the movement. Welcome to The Upside with Callie and Jeff.
1: If this is your first episode of The Upside, welcome. If you've been here before, welcome back.
0: Today is Wednesday, April 27th. My name is Jeff Dollar, and today I'm grateful for sharp knives, which you only appreciate when you have to use a really dull knife, mm-hmm. but and then, then you, you find a knife that's really sharp, and you're like, uh-huh. oh, I'm pretty much a TV chef now. Is that how it
1: goes? That's how it goes. My name is Callie Dollar, and I am grateful for the notebooks that I have that I use to keep track of my daily life. They're quite handy.
0: How do you decide which ones Ellie gets to destroy and which ones she can't? Because um, I notice some of them-
1: I don't let her destroy, but I do think it's cute when she draws on my notebooks. It doesn't. Th- so, I mean, no, it doesn't throw me off. Oh, okay. i just look past it. Um, it's cute, though. I was, we were talking about purging um, stuff from our house a little bit ago. And Jeff and I started to get into an off-podcast discussion. And I was like, no, 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 we have to save this for the show because it was I'm not saying it's going to get heated, but we definitely are on completely opposite ends of the spectrum on this. And
0: well, we're going to play this out. We're going to have you have to the way you have written it. The way you have written it down on today's schedule, which may I read it? Yeah. What she has written on today's schedule for the show is. Is keeping old photos weird or normal? that's not the, that's not the original point.
1: No, that was just to remind me what I wanted to talk about. What's
0: the original point? What's the real question?
1: Is it weird to not throw away all of the pictures that have ex-boyfriends in them? Keep going. Because my rationale is if it's a big part of my life, then You know, I want to keep it in like it's a memory. So why wouldn't it be in the old box
0: of photos? Like that's that's actually not.
1: And I want Ellie to like see my whole life and see. Yeah,
0: that's that's I even think that's fine. But the way the conversation started the other day was you were keeping pictures with old boyfriends And with old old relationships, you are keeping those so that you could tell Ellie the story someday of those relationships and share with her your past. And I thought that was weird. But I
1: don't want to like I feel my my reasoning is. I want Ellie to know me as a hu- as a flawed and ups and downs human being, aside from just being her mom. Like, I want her to see me as a human being. And those things are part of the story. And I will add, there are pictures in in, in the box that I saved of friends that I had falling outs with. Right, and I but saved those two. To me, that's like the same thing.
0: I I don't have a problem with the saving of the pictures, like I w- I was married for almost ten years. I've got a thousand pictures, you know, mm-hmm. more, um, and people I've dated, and I, like I have like all of that stuff exists. You you make fun of my prom picture, you I know. I, dated, I love that photo. I dated that girl for a year in high school. Like all of those. What was weird to me was the way that you said that you're going to use them almost as like teaching tools or lessons. Like I can't imagine at any point in my life, like, let's say fast forward 20 years, 10 years, whatever, I don't know, 15 years. And Ellie's in a relationship that's long for however old she is. And she's dating somebody and that relationship ends. Mm-hmm. We're going to have to console her.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: At that point, either one of us could tell stories about past old relationships that we had that if we didn't have that journey, we wouldn't end up where we are today.
1: I think that either I am miscommunicating this or you're not understanding what I'm talking well, about. Me, I'll, I'll give you an example, right?
0: Well, I'm, I'm, let me finish okay. mine. Okay. Because what I'm, what it sounds like to me is that we'll have that conversation you know, we'll sit down with Ellie and go, I really, I, you know, it's so tough right now because your heart is broken. It's so sad. But let me tell you this. Here's my story. And then I'm like, as a matter of fact, come with me to the attic. And then we're gonna sit down and look through old photos of my ex-wife and I and go, look, here we are, so happy in the year 2003 <laughs>
1: no look at how
0: happy we had just purchased a house no. together you would think we were to be going to be together forever
1: no that is so weird that is not what i'm thinking what I'm thinking is when I was going through these photos, I'm like, "Eh, do I toss these? Do I keep these? And I remember at my grandparent's house going through photos of my mom when she was like a teenager and stuff like that. And my mom had a couple of like, you know, serious boyfriends and we were looking at pictures and just like laughing so hard, like, oh my gosh, mom, he was like really cute. Or like, oh my gosh, like, I can't believe you dated that guy. Like he looks like such a weirdo. Um, so that's, what it was in my head. It wasn't like, Ellie, let me take you down to memory lane. It was like, so when we have the chance, like I loved sitting with my mom and getting to look at pictures of, of her life and stuff like that. So I just wanted the same opportunity to do that with Ellie. I,
0: But that, I think that's absolutely fine.
2: Okay, But okay.
0: you, when you brought it up, you were highlighting The fact you're like, and I intentionally kept pictures in there of my exes so I could let her see the person. And I thought that was bizarre.
1: No, I I just was like, do I throw them away? Do I not throw them away? And, you know, I was like, why would I not keep them? It was like a big, you know.
0: And I think I even have mixed feelings on this whole thing because there's such a. And this is going to be the second day in a row that I talk about something like this, but there seems to be so much focus on the struggle, right? That makes you the person that you are. Like, I feel like in this world of Instagram therapists and Instagram life coaches and TikTok advisors, you know what I'm saying? Like, there's this focus on what you're going through today is going to make you stronger. And maybe I'm overthinking it, but it's actually not what you're going through that makes you as strong as the act of surviving through it. Does that make sense?
1: Yeah, but you're totally overthinking us. I know,
0: I know. I, this and- is I've like this is beyond The photo thing, it just, it kind of made me think. Okay, go ahead. Sorry.
1: And I feel like my last point is I have been in relationships before where someone's like, oh my gosh, you still have a picture of them on your Facebook. Like you have to delete that, like this kind of controlling jealous kind of thing. And I don't feel like you and I are like that at all. Like I wouldn't look through, I mean, I don't have any like love letters saved or anything like that, but I just feel like it would be weird Yes. You're I, just not the guy to be like, why do you have that? What are you still thinking about him? Throw that away. Right. Yeah. Like, oh, I'm all that's important. And that is like so reminiscent of previous relationships. So it's like, eh, you know, we're all adults here. So, anyways, that's just what I was thinking.
0: I have to go later today shopping for clothes because I truly have nothing. Like, I truly have no. Presentable clothes for an event that Callie and I are hosting on Saturday and for this talk that we're giving on Monday.
1: But they're two different. So they're two different like attires, right? No, so nope. you have to.
0: Wearing the same thing.
1: Oh, okay. Because I thought like one was cool. like cocktail attire and one was like business casual.
0: Yeah. You know what the difference is between those two things? A jacket. A tie.
1: A tie. Okay.
0: Yeah. So I'll probably wear a tie on Saturday night, Mm -hmm. but they, even when I did the conference call with them, they're like, yeah, I think most guys are just gonna wear jackets. with like button-down shirts. Yeah, but then they mailed us one of the invites and it was super fancy.
1: Yeah, although I will say, did you see on the invitation, it said presented by Waffle House?
0: So paper hat. I'm
1: so excited. Yeah, I absolutely think you show up with a Waffle House paper hat.
0: So I don't know, anyways, I have to go.
1: Also, do you think that means that like the guys that start a Waffle House are going to be there? No. Oh, because I would love my photo taken with them.
0: I just want there to be somebody a waffle. You know what? Like my dream thing that I would like in the – like my dream home appliance is an official Waffle House waffle maker. Mm-hmm. The, and and I would take something that's even close to it. They are very difficult defined because the Waffle House waffles, the squares are small. There's a ton of them and they're small. Mm -hmm. Most at home waffle makers, the squares are like big, bigger. Mm -hmm. I want the little squares. I like that style of of waffle. And so I would, if there was an executive there of Waffle House, I'd be like, look, how do I how do how do we make this happen? Like I'll meet you, you know in an alley behind the waffle. No, I've asked him. He's ignored me. Oh, Kevin? Yes. <laughs> he's in tight with the Waffle House people. They mailed him some cool shoes.
1: Oh, he got the Waffle House shoes. Yeah, the Waffle House
0: shoes. Wow.
1: Yeah, he's on a different level than we are.
0: Yes. They give him like Waffle House Waffle Mix to make recipes with and stuff like that. Like he's in and I've mentioned it to him and he's like, yeah, I'll see what I can do it. And just nothing ever comes. Of it.
1: So back to the thing about you buying clothes. So do you have any idea like what you're going to get? Do you even know what size you are right now?
0: No idea. So I'm, what what I'm going to do is I'm going to the store and I'm just going to tell the person and I am just, if you work in clothing retail, I would be very curious how many times you've heard this sentence or this statement. Because I'm going to go to the store and I'm going to say, hello, I haven't had to wear clothes in some time. I need to wear clothes next week. So here's what I'm looking for. I would like to spend as little as possible because it's a very good chance that I will only wear these clothes this week because I gained a bunch of weight over the you know, COVID lockdown thing or whatever, but I'm starting to lose it. So at these probably by the next time I have to wear a suit, I'm gonna be 20 pounds lighter. And it might be, it might not even be alterable. That's how much weight I'm gonna lose. So I just need you to get me out of here inexpensively, but looking good. How many times do you think people who sell clothes have heard that in the past six months? What?
1: I'm about to lose weight. Yes. So yeah. I,
0: I need new clothes because I got I got my COVID, you know, whatever. COVID 15
1: or my whatever. COVID-19. <laughs>
0: I got, uh, I gained my COVID-19, right? But I'm going to lose it. So I just need some transition clothes. I need some clothes to get me through the next couple of months. Yeah. So that's, that's what I'm going to do. And I la- like, look, when I thought, like, well, that's my strategy. I'm like, how many times a day do they hear that?
1: Oh yeah. my God. Like yeah. a million.
0: Yeah. So I'm just going to, I'm really going to go in and just say, I'm going to tell them exactly what the events are, what the dress code has been described as and be like, I, I don't. I don't want to spend a lot of money. Hook me up. So hopefully, it could be the same outfit, or it could be like maybe one of them. Maybe the the cocktail attire one would be slacks, as my grandmother would say, slacks in a blazer, mm-hmm. and the. Monday one could be dark jeans and a blazer. Mm -hmm. Same shirt. You're going to look
1: so cute in a blazer for our speech. I'm excited.
3: Ladies and gentlemen, please give it up for your next comedian here at Ellie's Comedy Club. You're going to love this guy. Welcome to the stage, Dad.
0: Last night in the middle of the night, Callie ripped the blankets off of me. It was definitely traumatic, but... I recovered.
1: We are moving next month, and we're so excited that we have a backyard because that means we'll be spending the summer grilling out, which is our favorite thing to do. We love to grill out, and ButcherBox makes it so easy for us. ButcherBox is a subscription service that takes the guesswork out of finding high-quality meat. ButcherBox sources their meat from partners with the highest standards for quality— No more searching in the grocery store for 100% grass-fed beef, free-range organic chicken, wild-caught seafood, and more. We usually stock up on ground beef during the summer because honestly, what's better than a burger on a summer night? I love that I don't have to worry about what we have available because we have a great rotating selection in our freezer at all times. Each box you get contains between 8 to 14 pounds of meat, depending on the box you choose, and that's enough for 24 individual meals. You can either customize your own box, which is what we do, or choose from the selections ButcherBox has put together. Right now, they are doing my favorite offer, and it's so good for summer. This is your chance to have to never shop for ground beef again. That's right. ButcherBox is giving new members free ground beef for life. Sign up at ButcherBox.com slash upside and get two pounds of ground beef free in every order for the rest of the life of your membership. Log on to butcherbox.com slash upside to claim this deal.
0: I learned so many things about my mom in the days after she passed because friends and family were coming to visit and they wanted to tell me stories about her being a high school cheerleader or the specific brand of spaghetti sauce that she was practically addicted to when she was younger that I was able to track down and find that they were still making. I didn't know these things about her and I wish I had. There's one product called StoryWorth that can help preserve these memories, not only for the next generation, but also generations to come. StoryWorth sends an email to your loved ones. So it could be mom, it could be grandma, it could be your favorite aunt, it could be anyone. And every week they get a question that they answer. At the end of one year, all of those answers are compiled into a book. You can order as many copies of the book as you want and you can preserve those stories in their own words. Questions that you wouldn't even think to ask. You could preserve all of that in Book, form, and pass it around to the whole family and give it to generations to come. A great Mother's Day gift for the mom or the mom figure in your life. It'll be cherished for years, and you can save $10 by going to storyworth.com slash upside. That's S-T-O-R-Y-W-O-R-T-H dot com slash upside. Save $10 on your first purchase. Storyworth.com slash upside.
1: Done is the number one ADHD online treatment platform that is on a mission to make ADHD more affordable and accessible for everyone. Getting a diagnosis for ADHD can range from a few hundred dollars to over a That is so expensive. Well, Dunn is here to help change that. Because you're an upside listener, you'll get your diagnosis appointment for just $99. After that, monthly memberships are just $79 a month. Membership to Dunn includes one click refills, fast appointments, and flexible scheduling with your provider. Dunn's board certified practitioners will lead the way through your treatment. And the best part is, every Dunn practitioner is an ADHD specialist, so you're not rushed into a diagnosis and then sent away to like figure it out on your own. Their goal is to find your ideal treatment plan 100% personalized for you and only you. I was diagnosed with ADHD in high school and I can tell you that having a diagnosis has made so many things make sense sense to me. Even if you're not sure how you want to move forward with the treatment, the diagnosis appointment is so helpful, and then you have the knowledge and treatment team to decide how you want to move forward. Dunn is available in more than 30 states nationwide. The time is now to treat your ADHD, and it's never been easier. Make your ADHD a strength with done As an upside listener, you'll get your first appointment for just $99 when you go to done.callyandjeff.com. That's $99 for your first appointment when you go to done.callyandjeff.com. Chef.com. ADHD done differently.
0: Here are my three random things for today. The first one is going to be about sleep because the last time I did three random things, I brought up like eat a banana before bed. And you pointed out that I had just done that one before, mm-hmm. like a couple of weeks. You need more sleep. Yeah, I need more sleep. <laughs> uh so here's a so I I Googled sleep stuff because I wanted to replace the banana one with something new. Okay sleep related to help people stay asleep. Um, the rule is 20 minutes. If you wake up in the middle of the night and you can't fall back asleep after 20 minutes, experts say you should get out of bed. You should get out of bed and go sit somewhere dimly lit, quiet, read a book. Don't scroll your phone because of the whole blue light thing, waking Mm -hmm. up your brain. Um, don't watch TV don't do anything like that, but just go – like maybe go downstairs and, and sit at your kitchen table, lights off, have a glass of water, something, and then get back into bed. You'll actually fall asleep faster because you'll interrupt the – you'll disrupt the panic response that comes from, oh, my gosh, it's been 20 minutes and I haven't been able to fall back asleep. sleep. Oh, my gosh, it's been 25 okay. minutes and I haven't been able to fall I back asleep. I can sleep. see that. Uh, and while you're in the kitchen having that glass of water, eat a banana. Yeah, My second random thing is Mother's Day, less than two weeks away. So here are a few Mother's Day facts. Uh, The last one, by far the most interesting. Uh, Number one, 84% of Americans say that they will do something on Mother's Day or Mother's Day weekend. Uh, Number two, Mother's Day spending is expected to be the highest of all time right now because... Uh, For the past couple of years, people going out to eat and people traveling and gathering has been restricted. This is uh, the first time in the past couple of years that a lot of those restrictions are lifted. So a lot of traveling, a lot of going out to eat.
1: I would also like to say that inflation is crazy right now. So people are also paying more. Even if they did it the previous couple of years, it's going to be more expensive than it was.
0: Um, The last record was set in 2021. I was like 28 million or 28 billion spent okay. on Mother's Day. There, um, and that was from uh, people sending, delivering gifts and having flowers and stuff sent because everybody missed 2020s because of this yes. stuff. Okay. And uh, here's my favorite Mother's Day fact. Uh, historically, in the United States, in every major metropolitan area, Mother's Day is the lowest incident of crime oh yeah That's so nice. that says either one of two things one everybody is filled so filled with love hanging out with moms that they can't be bothered to steal a package break into a car punch somebody in the nose right because they're just they're overwhelmed with love for mom or most criminals are moms and they're too they're at brunch on mother's day yeah so they can't uh Punch their own kids to the nose. Okay. And then my third random thing, um, if you're ever in a store and you break something, even if they have a sign up that says you break it, you buy it, legally, they can't make you do that. Damage, yeah. damage to goods um is part of the cost of doing business. So uh they have insurance to cover stuff like that. And if it was to go to court, uh, the courts generally find, unless there is gross negligence, like you just can't, you know, walk into a store and Start breaking knock stuff. everything yeah. off the shelf. But if there's an honest accident and you bump something off the shelf and the store says you pay it and you don't, they can't have you arrested. They can't. Uh, force you to pay. And if you do go to court, the court will find in favor of the customer. Yep. Those are my three random things.
1: I can't take credit for this one. It was on the Facebook page of a local news station here, but I thought it was brilliant. And Jeff, I would like you, I want to put this out there on the show and then hopefully we get some good ones in. But the question was, what's a word or phrase that would only make sense to someone from your hometown The first comment on it, I was like, oh, we got to do this on the show. If you are from Atlanta, you will probably know this. If not, I'm going to say this sentence. It's going to sound totally asinine to you. I want two red dogs with rings and a PC and make them walk. That would be if you are ordering from the varsity, two two red dogs, two dogs with ketchup, with rings, that's onion rings, a PC, plain chocolate, and make them as a drink they have um, and make them walk. That means to go. So
0: I, um, do you have is,
1: for Syracuse?
0: I do. I, my question with that, with the varsity, is that Duke, is that how customers order?
1: I order mine like that.
0: Oh, you do? Yeah. Two, okay. red,
1: two red dogs walking. Okay.
0: <laughs> um, we need to take Ellie to the varsity. She
1: really do, but we have to like, I love the varsity, but I haven't eaten it in probably like five years. And I just know it's probably going to make me ill.
0: Now, everybody says that it's, it's no, it's fine. Like, I mean, if you went there and you had like four hot dogs, an order of onion rings, an order of fries, a cheeseburger, a frosted orange, and a chocolate, plain chocolate, mm-hmm. like then you're going to be like, Bleh. right? What if you go there and you have a hot dog and fries?
1: Ugh, the hot dogs are so dang good.
0: But Ellie's just at the age where she likes watching action. And, and that, there's
1: a lot of action. And if you
0: go in there, there's, it's just, it's just, there's just a lot to see. So I think she, would, especially like the noise at the counter. Yeah. Yelling out, what do you have? What do you have? Yeah. And all we that. Have, yeah, what do you have? Yep. Um, I have two from upstate New York. Both of them are food related. One of them I know that I've talked about on the show before. But uh, conies, mm-hmm. which I think everywhere else in the country are known. I think people call them white hots. But they're the white sausage hot dogs. Okay. And they're just conies in Upstate New York and Syracuse.
1: Do they have like chili and cheese on them?
0: Um, it doesn't matter. It's oh. still like, so.
1: So Coney's a hot dog.
0: A Coney is a white hot dog. Weird. But they're defined differently in other parts of, like, there's always, there's like this debate or whatever, mm-hmm. because I think upstate New York is the only place that refers to that type of hot dog as a Coney. A mm-hmm. Coney, other places- is a hot dog, but a different type of hot dog, yeah. I think. But, anyways, and then the other one is um, chicken riggies.
1: Chicken riggies?
0: Yeah, which is um, a pasta dish that has hot peppers, sweet peppers, um, like a cream sauce, and rigatoni and chicken. Uh-huh. And the chicken is sauteed beforehand. So, like, there's, like, chicken cutlets
1: yeah,
0: uh, sautéed beforehand, and then it's all mixed together, and it's it's called Chicken Riggies. That's so funny. And I had n- no idea that it was a non – like, it's very upstate New York. Like, I think it's actually more specifically, like, the Utica area of yeah. New York. Mm-hmm. Like, I bet your coworker, Bob, would know what it is. Yeah. Chicken Riggies. I'll have to ask him. Yeah. Um, But yeah, nobody else knows what that is.
1: I have one more that's Atlanta specific. Yeah. Um, Only in Atlanta would people say, get off 75 and turn right at the big chicken. Yeah. Like no one would know what the big chicken is unless you've been to Atlanta. So if you would like to participate in this and tell us what weird stuff that we will not understand except for if we're in your hometown.
0: I have another one in New York state, in upstate New York, the fair... Because the fair was held in Syracuse, New York. The great New York State Fair Mm -hmm. was held in Syracuse, New York, Mm -hmm. where I grew up. The fair was just – was not a big deal. Like it was just a thing that came around once a year. And we went every single year and we would go to the fair. Mm -hmm. We would just go to the fair. And I didn't realize that not every state has a giant state fair that people don't go to every year. So there's just – You thought
1: like in every single state, there was a huge fair that the fair,
0: it was just the fair. Mm -hmm. And I remember, I think I like Does George, Georgia has a state fair, but it's down. I
1: would assume they did, but it's not the same. Like New York state fair, Minnesota state fair, the biggest state fairs in the country.
0: Yeah. Yeah. So I just assumed, so you would just say the fair. And then I remember when I moved to Arizona, I was like, Hey, where's the fair held? People, People are, are like, like what? what? And there is there is an Arizona State Fair, but it's in Phoenix and it's just, it's time. Pfft. Compared to the New York State Fair, nothing. And they don't have chicken riggies. I, they
1: oh, don't I have, chicken have another
0: riggies. one. Salt potatoes, upstate New York thing. It's, um, they're little, I've made them for you before. Yeah. They're little tiny potatoes cooked in a ton of salt. That's an upstate New York thing. Hmm. Yep.
1: Interesting. Grandma, anyway. Grandma Brown. What's Grandma Brown? Grandma
0: Brown's baked beans. The only big beans that I like. Oh. I don't even know if they make them anymore. Interesting. Upstate New York.
1: Well, if you would like to participate, I would love to hear these because reading through the comments on this post, like it was, making, it was making me laugh so hard. 800-434-5454.
2: Thank you for listening to The Upside with Callie and Jeff. Make sure you're subscribed to The Upside with Callie and Jeff wherever you listen to podcasts so you never miss an episode.
0: My big plan was to adjust my sleep schedule to not match yours, but to more um, to more align with yours. Like you get up in the middle of the night to go to your job, and then I was getting up at 6:30 with Ellie, mm-hmm. and realized that like I'm not going to get up at three something, but I could get up at at five a.m and then have like an hour and a half to do stuff around the house and then just go to bed earlier. Like I was just staying up until 10.30 or 11 because that was just, I don't know. That's just, that's what time my parents went to bed when I was a kid. I don't yeah. know. I don't know why that number is, you know? 11 o'clock news, then you go to bed. I don't know. So I'm like, oh, I'm gonna adjust it. So I did, and I've been doing it. I don't know if you noticed this for the past week or two. Here's the flaw. Here's the disadvantage to me. You're exhausted? Nope. I'm such a creature of habit that even on days when I don't have to wake up at 4.30 in the morning, I wake up at 4.30 in the morning.
1: So like on the weekends and stuff?
0: On the weekends, um, a couple days this week, I didn't have to get up that early. And even though I went to bed late. You know they say that about babies? Like if your baby, no matter how late your baby stays up, he or she is still going to get up at the same time the next day. Did you know that? No. Oh yeah, that's a thing, apparently. So if we kept Ellie up until 9 p.m., she's still gonna wake up the next I day. I thought it
1: was the opposite. I thought it was the you can put them in bed early and they'll still wake up the same time.
0: You probably can. But I think what some people I think the the flaw in the logic is people are like, oh. I can keep my baby up, who normally goes to bed at seven. Oh, I'll keep and my baby up. To, I'll keep my baby up till 8.30, which means instead of giving, getting up at 6: 30 tomorrow, I can sleep till eight. Wrong. Kids still up at 6: 30. Yeah. Like where's my milk? Anywho? Uh, that's me. No matter how late I stay up, I'm still I've reverted back to my career schedule and I'm waking up every day between 4 and 430. Even when I don't need to, which yeah. is a bummer. So I'm so I like my plan. I just need to work through a few bugs.
3: Hi, Callie and Jeff and other upsiders. Um, I was listening to Tuesday's episode and you guys are talking about like juggling all these balls in the air and that's a metaphor I often use, like, um, especially as being a teacher, like you feel like you're juggling all these balls and more and more keep being thrown at you and you're expected to keep them all up. Um, I had to force myself to think of each ball as made of different materials. Like, yes, there's those few like glass balls that you can't let drop, but some are made of rubber and they'll bounce around a little bit. Um, So you just have to think of like prioritize which ones, you need to keep in the air, and which ones can fall to the side for a little bit, and you can eventually pick up or not. Anyway, you just reminded me of that, and I thought hopefully it could help someone else who was feeling a little overwhelmed. Have a great day.
0: Bye. This is a big announcement now shipping Snow Days Pizza Bites, the taco flavor. That's right, healthy pizza bites marrying tacos and. Pizza delivered right to your door. Our friends at Snow Days, great partners of the upside. We love to work with them because we love Snow Days Pizza Bites, all their flavors. But Ellie also loves Snow Days Pizza Bites, and we love sharing them with her because they are healthy, certified organic ingredients, certified grain and gluten-free, grass-fed and free range and humanely raised cheeses and proteins, plus no preservatives, no artificial ingredients and there's protein in every single bite. The Best part is all the ingredients, you can pronounce them. So if you're looking for a snack to have in your house that you can just throw in the air fryer, in the microwave, in the oven for just a minute and deliver your child something tasty that you won't have a problem sneaking off their plate, Snow Days Pizza Bites, the way to go. And now the new taco flavor, limited inventory, a limited time window of availability. Order now. It'll ship immediately, but once they're gone, they're gone. Use the promo code UPSIDE when you go to SnowDays.com slash UPSIDE. You'll get 10% off and free shipping. That's SnowDays.com slash UPSIDE. Kelly Jeff, it is Steve from Apopka, but I'm actually, I think, somewhere South Georgia, believe it or not. So weighing in on the PowerPoint conundrum and as somebody that has put more bad or possibly good PowerPoint out into the atmosphere. I always try to follow the Guy Kawasaki rule of 10-20-30. No more than 10 slides, no more than a 20-minute presentation, and no fonts smaller than 30-point. And that's followed up by the three Bs. Be brief,
3: be brilliant, and be gone. Keep up the good work. Bye. Hey,
2: Callie and Jeff, it's called an agitator the center thingy, the swishy, swishy thingy in your washing machine. It is called an agitator. That's all. Have a great day. Okay, bye. I have COVID, but uh, I wanted to let you know that every time, this is really gross, I use the facilities. I can't help but think about those people testing the water, the toilet water. I feel like they're underneath the toilet testing the water. That's all.
4: Bye. Hey, good morning, Callie and Jeff. This is Ari from North Carolina. I meant to call yesterday and was reminded when Jeff brought up the fact that the caller had said that you were being mean to Callie. I, too, was like, huh, what is she talking about? Maybe she came in somewhere in the middle of one of the podcasts and caught the end of one of the the segments or topics that were being covered. It's just a lot going on. You know, when you've been married for so long, you understand. I enjoy the the segments with the bantering and the discussions back and forth. Okay, that's life, and it's all about how we deal with it. And, oh, kiss the dunk on baby Ellie, and mom is going to be okay. This is the first of many. Enjoy your day. and look forward to listening to the rest of your segment. I'll see you later. Bye. Hey, Callie and
2: Jeff, this is Stephanie from Atlanta, calling to say good luck on your Uh, presentation, if you will, uh, next week. Also, Jeff, I know that this is not supposed to be an advertising opportunity, but have you thought about uh, thinking about when your next podcast course is going to be and maybe giving those athletes like a little bit of a discount or just telling them about it because maybe they'll pay full price. Who knows? Oh, thanks, John. That's my son. All right. Have a good day. Bye. Hey, Callie and Jeff. I am listening to today's episode where you're talking about the swishy, swishy thing in the washing machine. Um, It's called an agitator. And I also have a top load without an agitator. Um, But the top loaders without agitators have things called impellers or, um, like, spinning discs. So if you look on the bottom of yours, you can probably see it. So it's not as rough on your clothes as an agitator is, but it still gets that swishy, swishy motion um, without damaging your clothes um, with the agitator. So, Kelly, your delicates were probably fine on that wash cycle, um, especially if the temperatures were the same. Um, The biggest difference, I think, is, like, how fast it spins um, and how long it's there and the water temperature so y'all are probably fine with that so just wanted to call and say that so happy tuesday and hope you guys have a great day
4: hey kelly and jeff this is ari calling again from north carolina i am so sorry to be calling twice today but i had stopped the uh, podcast to uh, mentioned my comment about the caller. I wanted to punch you in the face, and then lo and behold, I listen to the remainder of the pod, and a caller calls in and says the same thing. I am in agreement with you. Continue doing what you're doing. The show is wonderful. Love you guys. Bye.
0: I wish i had known that this too shall pass. You feel bad right now. You feel pissed Ooh. off. You feel angry. Yes, this no. too shall pass. No, great. You feel great. You feel like you know all the answers. (laughs) You feel like that everybody Uh finally gets you, Uh and uh, there you are. This This too shall pass. pass. Time is your ally, and if nothing else, just wait, just wait it out.